Hey everybody, how's it going? Welcome to the uh, Mike Grab Weekly Podcast for uh, episode 36 for the 9th of February 2018. Uh, I'd like to apologize for last week, for missing last week and not uploading an episode. Uh, just short explanation was the Thursday night that I normally record, uh, I was just very worn out. I was just completely just dead to the world a little bit and... Um, I just crashed super early before I even thought to record. And then all of Friday at work, I was thinking, yeah, I'm going to record the podcast later tonight. And then it just completely slipped my mind. Uh, and then the weekend, that weekend, I just didn't even think to do it. And then before I knew it, it was bloody Monday. And uh, I hadn't recorded the podcast. So all I thought was, well, it's a bit too late now. So um, I'll... I'll have to wait till next week and then try somehow try to make up for it, you know, for for my big fuck up. But I do apologize for that, and if all goes to plan, it will not happen again. But at the same time, it's cool because I've got two weeks of stuff to catch you up on, which is decent. Uh, okay, so I'll start. From where I left you from the last podcast, which is that weekend, uh, we had the Hottest 100 party at our, one of our local pubs. Went there for a little bit. It was a cool party, like cool little setup they had there and everything. Um, I shouldn't say little setup, that makes it sound demeaning. But like the setup they had was awesome, especially for the, especially for the local venue. To actually go all out and set shit up, to actually try to bring people in and actually say, hey, this is a place where people that aren't in their fucking 50s and 60s in the Barossa can actually come hang out. You know, we've got a smaller thing. If you're younger, you can come hang out and you won't feel weird. Sorry, it's just a big yawn there. Um, But yeah, that was cool. I was hanging out there with my buddy Jack, just uh, trying to predict what was going to come next. And him and I both... Um, well, as well as probably about a million other people in Australia, predicted that bloody Kendrick Lamar was going to win number one with Humble. But I think he deserves it. After all those years ago, I feel that he was robbed by uh, the Rubens. Oh, man, I'm, I'm still salty about that, so I'm not even going to get into that. But yeah, so congratulations to Kendrick Lamar. I know that he was... I know that the whole reason he did it was to seek validation from some Australian guy on a podcast. You know. He's going to ring me up somewhere and say it was all worth it now. Just you fucking wait. Um, But that night, just my buddy Jack was uh, not down per se, but he was just needed a bit of a pick-me-up. So we're hanging out at the pub and he just kind of looks up at me and says, hey man, do you want to go to town tonight? And... I like I was saying last week, uh, the other week, last podcast I should say. Sorry, fucking yeah, words. I go one week without it, and I'm having a tough time forming sentences. Um, he asked if I wanted to go to town. Like we had the idea that we might, and then yeah, he asked me that day, and he looked like he kind of, and you know, it it wasn't hard to twist my arm at the time. To be fair, but at the same time, I was like, man, he kind of needs it tonight. So yeah, fuck it, let's go to town try to have a bit of a fun time and it was all right like 
I think I'm done with town though for a little bit. Because one thing I've found that I try to do too much is when I go out there, I put too much pressure on myself to have a good time, I think. That's definitely what I've found myself doing anyway. Because, you know, especially when you go out with your buddy who's also single, you like, you have that thought, it's like, oh, maybe we'll go talk to some girls, maybe this will happen, maybe that will happen. But you just have the most fun time when you just chill. But, yeah. I just, I'm not to say I had a bad time or anything, I just took it easy that night, but just taking it easy, just kind of observing everything in a way, kind of taking it all in. And I got way too drunk, to be fair. But, um, yeah, just kind of interacting with... Because we ran into some locals that we know that were out there. We went to Rocket Rooftop Bar. We always seem to catch a few locals. So we went there and hung out with them. Just had a few chats here and there. And just caught up with some people we haven't seen in a while, which was nice. And then I went and crashed solo in my hotel room. And the room was spinning. But uh, it was just... Yeah, it was an okay night. Like, I definitely, when I go out next, need to shake it up if I go out again anytime soon. In that, I'm, I will often just get stuck in a habit of when I go to a certain place, that's the only place I'll go. And I don't want to do that when I do something like, you know, go to town or like, yeah, let's go party out in town. Like, that's... If you only go to the same place, you're probably always going to end up with the same result every night. So, like, not to say it's always been a bad thing or anything, don't get me wrong, but you just know where the night's going to go. Sometimes you want something a bit unpredictable. Sometimes, you know, you want to go check something new out. You don't want to have the same night over and over in town because it's just going to get really boring and you're not going to see a different crowd you're not going to experience a different part of the town well not that we live in because we don't live in it there well I don't live in it but you know you're not going to experience a different part of the town that you quote unquote live in (laughs) Um, yeah so I think I'm done with it for a little while unless something comes up that I think is worth it but I doubt it I'm a little bit done with it In the same manner that uh, I realized tonight, just jumping ahead to tonight, I was uh, went to late night at Elizabeth Shopping Center just as I was coming back from getting my hair cut, and um, yeah, I just I did two laps of it, and I just realized, man, I'm fucking sick of it here. I've done more laps of that fucking place this year than anyone should ever have to, and it's. Like, boring now. I just do the same shit there. Like, I check out the same stores just because there's only a few stores that are kind of piqued by interest. You know, I'm not going to go check out some bloody vacuum cleaners and all that, but I'm going to go look at cool clothes and, you know, check out the old instruments and JB Hi-Fi and all that. But, like, I don't know. Just, it's very... I was just thinking about it then and it's very similar to like the club analogy in that I I keep I, I'll I'll stop by there but I end up doing the exact same thing so I know what what's going to happen but I just hadn't really thought of it until just now 
So, I think, because I'm not a, I do like shopping and everything. I, it was just more so just to hit it on the way back home, just to see if there might be anything that caught my interest or, you know, there might be anything going on, which there wasn't, but, oh well. Um, one place I haven't actually explored, like, properly, uh, shopping-wise, is Marion. I'm really curious about Marion. Like, I've been there once. And I think the Parabank Shopping Centre as well. I've never been there, so I don't know. I'm always curious about just different stores and all that just because I might get inspiration. To m- if you can put together a really good outfit that makes you feel great about yourself, I think that's awesome, and I've got a few of those. So if I can get inspiration to make another one of them, I'm happy. I'm really, really stoked. Like... <clears throat> I've got this one outfit that I love to wear that's kind of like, I don't even have a name for it, but it's like my confidence kind of outfit. Like, whatever shoes I want to wear, whatever shoes are appropriate for the event that I'm at, a nice pair of black jeans, a white shirt, doesn't really matter what kind of white shirt, just as long as it's not, you know, fucking obnoxious, but for the most part, a plain white shirt. And then just a simple, like, cotton denim shirt over the top. That's so fucking good. That is my favorite outfit that I own. And, like, it makes me feel good when I wear it. So, I I like the idea of having more stuff that I, first of all, enjoy looking at. And, second of all, it makes me feel good to wear. Because if you feel good, <laughs> what's it Bill Burr says? When you look good, you feel great. Uh Anyway, so let's jump back to a couple of weeks. Uh, one thing I did notice, though, that I, that um, after going to town and all that, was that, and having this trip to Melbourne that's now coming up next week, which is very scary, sorted, and I realised that, like, at the start of this week, I realised that in these two weeks, like, this week and next week, I'm doing three concerts in two weeks, which I'm really fucking happy with. And then it hit me that, like, man, I'm living more in the first two months of this year already than I did in all of 2017, which I'm really happy with. But at the same time, it's that thing of, like, fuck, I wasted so much time just being a mopey bitch in 2017 and just not, you know, getting my life, as Christina P. would say. Like, not actually fucking taking time for myself and realizing that oh yeah you need to fucking work on yourself and build and actually do stuff otherwise if you just keep doing the same shit you're always gonna get the same result fuck and it's all you know when you say it out loud it's so obvious like i i've been thinking lately about how i'm giving myself advice when i'm just thinking to myself so and i'm 100 percent like the millionth person to say this But to be able to detach from a situation that I'm worried about, not even worried about, that that I'm trying to seek a solution for, let's say, I'll imagine how I would solve, how I'd provide an answer or how I would think about that situation if it applied to someone else. 
So, you know, if someone was just like, oh man, why do I feel so tired all the time and just shitty all the time and all this? And then my go-to thought would be, well, you're probably not eating very well and sleep and not sleeping enough. And, you know, I had that, I've been having that feeling. I had that feeling a little bit, um, a few weeks ago. I was like, man, I just feel kind of crappy. And then... I was like, how, why? And then it, yeah, it just kind of clicked. I was like, if you, if this, if you were anyone else, you would instantly think it's because you're not eating well and you're not getting enough sleep. And I was like, oh shit, that's a really, that's a really a way that I should start thinking about looking at my own problems. It's not even a problem, but like I should look at finding solutions to things, be able to detach from it and then look at it objectively because it's too easy to get caught up in the emotions of your situation and then you let those take over, and then you're thinking, well, I meant it like this, or I wanted this to happen, whereas the actual action is what does happen, and that's what people think of. Yeah. Um, one thing I, I'm, I heard last week that I've got written down here, it's just <laughs> one of my dot points... Uh, is that like being real with myself as often as possible is one of them, which kind of broke that down a little bit there. And tell the truth is the other one. Like I always like to think of myself as a super honest person. It's hard not to sound like you're bragging a lot when you say that, but you know I'm not. I'm not like a cunt where I'm. I'm not gonna straight up say if if I don't like someone, I'm not just gonna straight up say like, oh, I don't like you. I'm not gonna try to make them feel like shit or anything, but. Uh, I believe it was the most recent Jordan Peterson podcast with Joe Rogan where he basically talked about you never have to worry about any... Like, you don't have to worry about what you say if you tell the truth. Oh, fuck. I can't remember it exactly now. When I wrote this down, I had, like, the sentence in my head as I was writing it down. Oh, for the life of me, I cannot... I cannot fucking remember what it is now, but that podcast is really good. Jordan Peterson is a fucking, he's a wizard. He's so smart and he's just got these great insights into the world and just ways to function as a better human being. And he's got a new book out, which is called like 12 Steps. Hang on. I was like, if only there was a device I could look this up with. Finally, I had a fucking computer right in front of me. Jordan Peterson. 12 Rules for Life, that's what it's called. Um, I walked past a bookshop today and looked for it there, but um, couldn't find it. And I didn't <laughs> I didn't actually ask, which I should have, because then I could have got it then and there. But I don't know. I don't know. It's not like social anxiety or anything, but it's just like, man, I don't want to ask because it's just, I don't know. Sometimes I feel weird about asking for things in the store. I don't know what it is. It's fucking childish. I know that much. So I got to work on that. But I'll get there. Um, this week, I had a lot of cool things happen. Um, on the weekend, my buddy Ripley and I went to see the last W League game for the Adelaide United women's season oh it was an incredible game it was um adelaide united women's team versus melbourne victories women's team 
Um, whoever won, it didn't really matter. Both teams were going to stay where they are, where they finished on the ladder regardless. And unfortunately, Adelaide finished at the bottom of the ladder, which is always a bit rough when, you know, your local team is the worst in the competition. But hey, you would like to think that the only way to go from there is up. But, you know, they could always end up last again with less points at the end of the season. That's always a possibility. Just all I think is, like, thank God we don't have relegation at the moment because I don't want them going down a division. That would just be a fucking downer at the end of the day. Um, <laughs> But that was, a, that was a brilliant match. Like, and it makes me mad that I just hadn't made enough time to go to more W League games over the season. Just because they always tend to fall at awkward times when the men's games are on at a convenient time. So I'm going to have to make more of an effort uh, when their season starts again. Because Rip pointed this out in a really good, ma- in a really perfect way. Um, because it's not as popular as the men's game, there seems to be more of a sense of community within the crowd and within the team as well as the team's interaction with the crowd. Whereas you see, even in a small league like the A-League, like, don't get me wrong, I, I, I've said it plenty of times, I love the A-League. It is my favourite league in the world. But I understand that it is arguably one of the smallest leagues in the world and that's fine it's not even it's not even 15 years old yet so that's fine it's amazing that it's done what it has done so far especially under some of the shitty management that it has but that's a fucking another rant for a different time um but ripley and i were talking about the fact that uh, he brought i shouldn't say him and i so much he brought up a great point that even in a in a league like the a-league there are totally players there that are there basically to get paid and obviously they do their job and they play and everything but they don't have that same kind of I don't know if community spirit is the right phrase for it but they just don't have that connection to both the club and to the supporters whereas especially the women's league they seem to be much closer to each other and have, like, this weird, like, this really good understanding of each other. Like, just looking at how they were passing and everything, they just know each other's game perfectly and they know exactly where they want to set each other up and all that. So, like, the communication in that team is top-notch. So all I could think was, God damn, how did they finish bottom of the ladder? It's like they figured out how to gel perfectly just at the worst time. But hey, at least they at least they got a win to cap off the season. That you can't go wrong with that. A win at home is always perfect. Uh and then Tuesday this week, I had the privilege of seeing two fantastic bands. I got to see the Cancer Bats and I got to see Frank Carter and the Rattlesnakes. And it was great. That's a fucking great show. But just before I get into that one thing that interested me about it was that that bill, like just the lineup, and I hope they're doing it all through the country just because it was really cool. Um, no opening bands. 
it was just Cancer Bats and then Frank Carter and the Rattlesnakes. So both of them just played pretty long sets. And it was ideal because on a Tuesday night, you don't want them to go to like 12.30. Because I was like, man, i got to work tomorrow. So they got up, finished up relatively early. Early enough that I could get home, crash, get a decent amount of sleep and then be up for work and not be dead. Oh, God. Did I say that? Did I really just say that sentence? God, I'm getting fucking lame as I get older. <laughs> um, But, oh, my God. It was such a good show. But, yeah, it really wigged me out when that happened. The last time I saw a show like that that had some pretty powerhouse names on it that didn't have any openers would have been, like, when I saw The Word Alive, The Acacia Strain... And every time I die on this, in that order on the same bill, which is a really weird mixture of bands now that I think about it, but it was a fucking great show. I'd love to go back to that show. Not to that day. That was a shitty day, but like just some, yeah, just a person I knew died that week. But that actual um, concert day was fucking awesome. One of the greatest concerts I've seen just because the Acacia train always fucking kill it um so Cancer Bats are a band that I realised I'd been sleeping on this whole time I did not know that they were as good as they are and all I could think as I was watching them was I'm an absolute idiot for never for not getting into them before seeing them Oh my god, they killed it. Their sound, and they have one guitarist, but when they play live, their sound is huge. So I'm not sure how he does it. My only thought is that he's got some kind of setup going where he's like, he looks like he has an um, an amp on both sides of the stage, which has his sound a little bigger, but it's the way audio audio works, because it's the same track, it doesn't feel as big, You just it's just louder. Um... So I'm not exactly sure how he does it, but he's might have a slightly different sound tweaked on one amp just so it sounds a little different, but I'm still not sure. But that would still that wouldn't do the same thing because it's the exact same feed going into both amps. Unless he's doing like the John Petrucci thing where he has like a millisecond delay going in between the amps. So the one amp is getting the live feed, like the direct feed, and the other amp is getting a millisecond delay feed just to give it that tiny imperfection that makes the sound bigger. Because when you listen to uh, like a like a band that has two guitarists and the guitars sound big and full and everything, like the, the guitar on the left headphones and the guitar on the right headphone, like how they're playing differently, like the what makes it sound big is the differences, is the actual imperfections between the two tracks so they could play the exact same riff as each other and nail it but it's the fact that it's a different take that makes it that makes the sound bigger and i really don't know how to explain it but that is just how it is because i've experimented with it when i first thought that i could just play the one do the one take and just put it in both ears and like that'll sound nice and big it doesn't at all it sounds you know it it sounds just like one guitar. 
it's really odd, and I wish I knew how to explain it, but unfortunately, I'm not a fucking audio expert. But it's really, really cool when once you realize stuff like that, and then when you get into it a bit more, you realize like how much bass actually has a huge influence on how big guitars actually sound. Especially if you can find some of your favorite bands isolated guitar tracks and you're like, oh, there's not a lot of low end on these. And then you hear the bass track and you're like, oh, that fills in a lot of the blank that I didn't know that it did. Um, anyway, yeah, so Cancer Bats killed it. So I'm going to have to get into them. Check all their shit out. Because fuck me, they were great. And then Frank Carter and the Rattlesnakes killed it. Such a fantastic band. And they played like an like an hour and 15 minutes. It was fantastic. And it was the first time I'd seen Frank Carter live since 2011, I think, or 2010, when he was in Gallows. And they played one of the sound waves. I think it was 2011. Or it was 2010. One of those two. And that's that's what got me into Gallows, that show, because I didn't know them before that. So, oh, so after that, I just followed everything Frank Carter had done. So then this is their second tour to Australia, but their first one did not have Adelaide on it. So there was all this hype for me going into it. And I went there with my buddy Dale. And we were so keen. And all I was thinking was, God, I hope it's good. Like, I hope it's I hope I haven't built it up too much. Oh, and they fucking killed it. Now I'm just mad because it's gonna be a while till they come back. <laughs> That's the beauty of live music though. It's there and then it's gone and you just have that memory. They were though. Sorry. There were still a, a high number of people getting their fucking phones out and putting it on their Snapchat, though, which, to sound like the old man that I am, still still annoys me a little bit. Like I said, you get one, maybe two, but you can't do the whole concert, my friend. It's just not how it works. We're not animals. We live in a society. And on that note, I'm going to get into my album of the week. Because I haven't really been up to too much else this week. I've been a little bit, not under the weather, but I've just been a little bit run down. The uh, lack of sleep has caught up to me and I was just battling a little bit of a stomach bug. But I'm all good now. It's just, yeah, Tuesday, Wednesday was a bit rough. So, my album of the week this week. (coughs) Sorry. Is an album called Youngblood. By a band called Obey the Brave. Came out in 2012. Oh man, it did. It came out in 2012. That's crazy. For some reason, I thought it was 2013. Uh, August 27th, 2012, on Epitaph Records. This does not say how long it goes for, though. It's about a half hour long, I think. Um,. If Obey the Brave, if it sounds similar, if it sounds familiar to you, I should say, that's because the um, Obey the Brave is what one of the vocalists from Despised Icon went on to do when Despised Icon 
officially finished, y- even though they came back. Hmm. <laughs> That's a weird sentence I just said. <laughs> they broke up, and then he went and did Obey the Brave, and now, every now and then, bloody uh, Despite Diacom will do shows, but they're not officially back. But I hope they do do an Australian tour one day. That'd be cool. I've actually seen Obey the Brave before, though. I saw Obey the Brave back when the kind of premier heavy scene in Adelaide was this venue, sorry, was this event called Black Market. And they used to have heavy bands play there. And Obey the Brave played there, and they were amazing. And as I was walking out, their vocalist Alex was just standing by the stairs, just shaking everyone's hand as, as they went past. So I was like, hey man, that was a sick show. I was like, oh, thanks dude. But he's like French-Canadian, so he sounded much more nice with the way he said it. <laughs> um, oh, wow, and just like that, we've done a half hour. That's crazy. So, when I talk to you next week, I will have had a quite a busy week. Because Friday, I don't think I have any plans. Saturday is my friend Alex's birthday like celebrations I should say because it's his officially his birthday today happy birthday Alex uh love you you're a good dude I don't know if you listen to my podcast or not but I do love you you're a good dude um so I'm seeing him on Saturday just to celebrate you know the fact that it's his birthday (laughs) and I'm catching up with a friend on Sunday which I'm very excited for it should be a fun time uh, and then I have two days of work. I'm working the Monday and Tuesday. And then I got to be up bright and early on Wednesday because I officially leave for Melbourne that morning to hang out there the whole day. Get as much, you know, uh, sightseeing as I can. Go exploring, eat some good food. And then see cattle decapitation that night. Sleep in Melbourne. Wake up. Explore again. Fly back. And then see Thy Art is Murder and Amur on the Thursday night. It's going to be a really big week. And I honestly cannot wait. Like, I'm, I'm living now. Like, it's... <laughs> When it when you actually do it, when you actually do the damn thing instead of saying it, it it, it it's it it, it 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 you realize that it's not. You realize that you don't know how to speak. Sometimes, you realize that it's not as hard as you think it is. It's just actually the process of doing it. And I'm doing this all on my own, which for me is I think is quite. Um, I'm I'm pretty proud of myself for doing that. Just in. Like, to be, like, not a humble brag or anything, but like a pat on the back, just because I couldn't see myself doing something like this six months ago. But now I'm just kind of like, yeah, fuck it. Why not? What's holding me back? Why shouldn't I do it? It's confidence, my friends. And it's just appreciating what life has to give. So I'm going to gear up for a very big week. And I'll talk to you next week, guys. Hopefully with a lot of good stories. And definitely with a lot of 
great memories to go with it because the show's going to be fucking awesome. Oh, I'm excited. Uh, I'm going to leave it there. (laughs) Have a great week, guys.